हेलो एंड गुड मॉर्निंग एवरीवन वेलकम बैक टू माय पॉडकास्टिंग चैनल डेल्व इनटू टू पास्ट विथ संयुक्ता आई होप एवरीवन इज डूइंग ग्रेट ड्यूरिंग दिस पैंडेमिक सिचुएशन एंड ऑलवेज ट्राई टू मेंटेन द हेल्थ टिप्स टू कीप योरसेल्फ सेफ फ्रॉम कोविड नाइन्टीन so let's begin this is the very first episode of the season 1 so today we are going to talk about uh, we today actually we dig deep into the comic strip the definition of the comic strip its origin and of course its history so i really want to know from you guys from you people according to your own um thinking what do you mean by the word comic strip for me as i actually research on this particular topic for past couple of days because i love comic strip comic strip is a sequence of drawings in boxes that tell an amazing story typically printed in a newspaper or magazine so we have to uh, remember this Uh, small things when we are going to talk about what is comic strip let's uh, elaborate little more if we talk about the uh, if if you if if we try to explain it the comic strip is a series of adjacent drawn images and it usually arranged horizontally that are designed to be read as a narrative or a chronological sequence and of course the story is usually original in this form words may be introduced within or near each image or they may be dispensed with all together if words functionally dominate the image it then becomes merely illustration to a text and of course the comic strip is essentially a mass medium it can be printed in a magazine it can be printed in a newspaper or it can be published as a separate book if we talk about the exact line by line definition we see the definition of comic strip as essentially containing text inscribed within balloons inside the picture frame aspires to a certain orthodoxy in the united states but it is unworkable and would exclude most strips created before about 1900 roughly and many since the term graphic novel quote unquote is now established for the longer and more novel like coherent story and the term sequential art is also in use uh the very funny thing is um, when we are talk about that uh, uh comic book is a comic book is a different thing because it is a bound collection of strips so here is the main difference book 
comic book is a bound collection of comic strips each of which typically tells a single story or a gag gag mean obviously joke to crack a joke in a few panels or else a segment of a continuous story and most of the more popular newspaper comic strips eventually are collected over a varying period of time and published in a book form we talk about this thing um uh, in my next episodes only in the english language is the word comic used in connection with these strips although now firmly established it is misleading why because for a early if we talk about the pre 19th century strip was seldom comic either in form or in content and many contemporary strips are in no sense primarily humorous the term comic and comic strip became established about 1900 roughly in obviously united states of america when all strips were indeed comic the french term is bande dessinée which means drawn strip and the older german term is i am i'm afraid that i couldn't be able to pronounce it but the word is b i l d e r g e s c h i c h t e that means picture story but the germans now tend to employ the english word as do speakers of many other languages the italian term for this art form is fumetto that means little puff of smoke after the balloon within which most modern strips enclosed verbal dialogue in spanish both the comic strip and book are called historieta so let's jump into the next segment that is obviously the origin of comic strip uh, i am actually very much excited to talk about the comic strip because i really really love and one of my most favorite comic characters of all time is tintin created by obviously one of the most celebrated uh, um, uh, artist rj the belgian artist of course the origin of comic strip the comic strip uh, if we defined as a mass medium we see that it cannot reasonably be said to have existed before the invention of printing in the early period there were two principal forms a series of small images printed on a single piece of paper it can be narrative strip proper and a series composed of several sheets of paper with one image per page which when displayed on the wall of a house formed a narrative frieze or picture story and from the outset two basic groups of themes emerged one is obviously the political morality and the second one is private morality uh, the reformation period and the ensuing wars of religion through the 17th century particularly in protestant germany and the netherlands gave rise to many propagandistic and patriotic strips based on contemporary political events and in the course of 17th century the narrative strip hitherto an ill defined and irregular phenomenon became stabilized and typically took the form of an allegorical graphic centerpiece surrounded by narrative border strips 
although often crude in style we see that these strips managed to render accounts of political intrigue and moving description of military terror the best known in the later category is the executively sorry of uh, ex- executed and carefully condensed narrative of the 30 years war by famous artist Jacques Callot uh, but i'm so i'm afraid to say that little known but as powerful in their way are romian de hooks indictment of Huguenot persecution under Louis XIV. So here we are little bit talking about the European history, medieval history, which is very, very interesting. Uh, Romain, the first named artist to devote himself um, consistently to the narrative strip. I'm repeating the name. The person's name is Romain. Also left colorful, forceful and elaborate graphic accounts of the accession of William III to power in the Netherlands and of course in UK. English engravers inspired by the Dutch example and led by Francis Barlow retail the complex political events of the period uh, roughly 1678 in the form of playing cards. So we are modern day. We also talk about comic strip on a deck, which is very, um, I think, very unique uh, uh, concept in a day, which were often sold in uncut broadsheets. The earliest strips concerning private morality are German and recount atrocious forms of murder and their public punishment. The emphasis actually shifting from the later uh, in the 16th century to the former in the 18th century and the crime strip eventually developed into the more or less exaggerated and romanticized life of the famous brigand, which is the precursor of the early 20th century detective strip. I also love to read the detective strips as well. narratives actually based on a wider spectrum of immoral and criminal behavior took as their point of departure illustrations for the parable of the prodigal son Utkat versions of which, independent of the biblical text, were first produced by a person named Cornelis Anthonides of Amsterdam, and the rigorous living of the prodigal enriched with the elements from illustrations for the seven deadly sins and the Ten Commandments was distilled in various Italian lives of harlots and rakes, the most comprehensive and drastic of which are mid-17th century Venetian. A generation later, the Bolognese artist G.M. Mitteli was giving his narrative and semi-narrative series almost caricatural moral emphasis. German artists in 17th century specialized in, of course, satirically exposing the tyranny of Shrewish wife and proposing violent remedies. The Dutch at this time produces expressly for children some frankly fascist strips of primitive design. Another thing we must have to 
talk about that is the various social and moral themes that had been crudely treated in different countries and at different times were the raw materials for the english artists like william hogarth who raised the broadsheet picture story to an aesthetic level that has clearly been surpassed with a social insight both broad and deep an unrivaled sense of satirical counterpoint and topicality of reference and exceptional physiognomic fineness hogarth dealt with types from all classes of society and that is his unique selling point what we see now ups his narrative richness is entirely visual for he dispensed with all the broadsheet paraphernalia of caption balloon legend commentary permitting only such inscriptions as could be introduced naturalistically into the scene so here at the very very good example the last thing about the origin of comic strip we see it was the introduction into the broadsheet of the essentially comic mechanism of caricature that established the comic strip quote unquote as a basically comic in both form and content the major exponents of the caricatural strip during the great age of english caricature it's about roughly 1800 where minor artists such as henry bunbury george woodward and notably richard newton who in his brief career combined elements of hogarthian satire with the grotesque exaggeration of thomas rowlandson and james gillary um economy of line of course instantaneously of comic effect the visual and verbal wit now became the hallmark of the strip with the story concentrated on a single page backgrounds and narrative incident were minimized in favor of striking facial expressions and silhouetted poses so it's very interesting and now we are going to talk about the little bit history of the comic strip and when we are talking i just talked about their origin we already talked about the history but here the second part in the 19th century the scenario have been changed and we see the heir to the experiments of the english caricaturist and the father of the comic strip in its modern sense was rodolphe tuffer a schoolmaster of geneva who was active in the 1830s and 40s largely exempted from the preoccupations of the english caricaturist tuffer created a species of abstractist and theories who struggled desperately fruitlessly and physically against the caprices of fate nature and an irrational mechanistic society the story are uh, very much purposefully purposeless flow with calculated non uh, sequencer and make 
degradation and narrative principle so here the uniqueness of this beautiful story and the piece is sustained by another revolution in draftmanship for toffer discovered how to turn systematic doodling to account how to exploit the accident and how to vary physiognomics experimentally by abandoning anatomical three dimensional drawing he showed how to render movement for movement's sake toffer strips are also morally mobile because in his work the normal relationship between cause and effect or crime and punishment which had underpinned all the older stories disintegrated and toffer's satire was broadly based he mocked social climbing educational system not only that parliamentary chaos political scaremongering scientific and medical pretensions and revolutionary zeal but his sense of fun and taste for the silly are always uppermost so here we are thinking about that we really need rodolphe toffer nowadays Next we are talking about the French caricaturist Cham published in 1840 several album modeled on Toffer before choosing a style nearer to that of Honoré Daumier by this time caricature had settled into satirical uh, periodical journals a special place is occupied by illustrator Gustave Doré who published little Tofferian album as a youth and then in a style of his own farcical travel tales that culminated in his tremendous history de la senti rashie in 1854 this crudely anti-russian we say the crimean war era chronicle used a hodgepodge of picturesque and absurd effects arranged casually or with deliberate incongruity into a loose chronological sequence we also learn that leone petit armed into toffer's lightness of graphic touch but lacking toffer's imaginative flair specialized in caption heavy novelettes rustic fears so here the most amazing information we are getting about the comic strip we just read comic strip for fun or or to spend some leisure time but we have to know the history behind of it and what actually uh, inspired those artists uh, to produce such amazing comic strip Though the comic strip actually Alice Lober is often credited to the English novelist Charles Henry Ross it was his wife Mary Duval uh Europe's very first and professional woman cartoonist we will talk about Mary Duval and of course uh, Charles Henry Ross in our next episode uh we see that she developed the character Alice Lober featured in roughly one 130 strips in judy and um, imitator of punch magazine and in album published separately between 1869 and 1880s alice lopper was a, a shaming proletarian loafer 
the word we are using now is not in the same sense that the word used on that time loafer the star of rather formless and crudely even child childishly drawn gag strips discounting a few short lived or intermittent german forerunner such as Franz von Pocke's Der Stata Moral Hoidaras, published in Fliegende Blatter in 1848-56. So this is a very, very important. We also see Duval's Alice Topper should be considered the first truly popular continuing comic strip character, and he was compared at time to the feckless Charles Dickens character, Wilkins Mika Weber whom we all love and moreover was merchandised on commonplace objects in 20th century manner. Now we are going to talk about the dominant figure of the later 19th century is the German Wilhelm Busch whose immense popularity in his own day has survived to the 21st century. We are also going to talk about him in my later episodes. Busch was much plagiarized in various European countries in his own time and his major works have been translated into many languages and first in periodicals and then in separately published albums i think from 1865 bush quickly established himself as the first fully professional and truly popular comic strip artist appealing to the educated and uneducated the young and the old alike not being bound to journal he would, like tougher, develop much longer and wordier stories than his French contemporaries, whose strips rarely exceeds 50 or so scenes running over three successive issues of a magazine. His graphic and narrative line appears more controlled, more predictable than that of Toffer. It is comic in a either or more rational way. Uh, another thing we have to remember that Bush revived the tradition of realistic social satire, directing it at what he saw as a society locked in a Darwinian struggle for survival, uh, coded most famously in the childish rebellion of Max and Mortis, or we say Moritz in 1865, but carried through a chain of being from insects upward through rodent and simians to various classes of humans so here we see the darwinian change or the evolution he created a gallery of social types that have since entered german folklore what they are the shankard the disrupted poet the frustrated painter the helpless school teacher the perennial bachelor the sexually precautious self-destructive names so we can relate these characters with ourselves right the politically conformist protestant german petty bourgeoisie was ready after 1870 for realistic social satire bush seemed obsessed with the farcical situation and its potential for physical violence and for him happiness appeared to lie in the avoidance of the petty annoyance of life and 
in the repression of instinctual behavior his cautionary tales of naughty children and animals may be regarded on one level as sophisticated parodies of the deductive juvenile literature of german so this is the very i think exclusive character of bush's comic strip so here we talk about the little more history about the comic strip and uh, the two or three or the four famous character we are going to talk about them in detailed later on but here i would like to end my very first episode so don't forget to message me and let me know uh, what do you think about the history the origin of the comic strip do you want to add some more information into it don't shy to, uh, to and of course don't shy to inform me i would love to gather more information from my audience as well i hope you all like this and um, will follow uh, me in this journey in my next episode we are going to talk about um, uh, the three most important thing of course the one is gaining popularity of comic strip second thing we are going to talk about evolution from comic strip to comic books and of course the three thing how to create a popular comic strip successfully along with that we also talk about the first half of 20th century the evolution of the form of comic strip as well so stay tuned with me thank you so much people and you all have a lovely day thanks